Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Telestrating Floor. It is Monday, and, uh, well, Tesla is up again. This is the 11th. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is the 12th straight day that Tesla has moved higher. That is kind of amazing. Um, I don't know. You know, we may be on a power trend. Um, it, it's really hard to say. I mean, but uh, the performance of Tesla has just been, well, uh, spectacular. Uh, I mean, I just, you know, I mean, there's nothing you can really, I mean, that's, that's really all you, that's really all you can say about it. I mean, the, the, the performance is spectacular and yeah, I mean, you just can't, you just can't, uh, you just can't deny it. Let's take a look quick at the uh, S&P 500 and uh, kind of look there to see, you know, kind of what's going on here. All the three major indexes were up today. Now uh, this, we're looking here at the spider but let's let's jump on over to the actual index itself, and uh, that is the S and P 500 index. And I want to show you this because this is very interesting, uh, and kind of you know kind of tells the tale. Uh, that's the only thing you can say. Remember we were talking about the 4200 level, how that was how that was very very um, uh, very important. That level we moved through that level, and that really gave us. The power—that's really what's—that's really what's been powering them higher. Let's take a look at the weekly chart here, kind of, kind of give you an idea. Why is that so important? Well, the reason it's so important is because if we look back in time, if we look, if we look back at the, um, you know, if if we look back at the uh, the weekly chart, you'll notice that way back here in really this November of 2001, that's when the market hit its all-time high. And that was 4,800. Okay, now it kept coming down, kept coming down. And if you could, if we just draw a trend line here, you can see it. It basically the uh, at the end of March, and as you can see, we've been steadily moving higher. So in March, it kind of bottomed. That was sort of its its reversal. It started reversing, and then the key level. The reason that that's 4,200 level is so key is because the intermediate high had been 41, uh, had had been had been 41, uh, uh, I'd say 4195 here. So that kind of was the was was the was the high. So now that we've moved beyond that, the next key level we've just exceeded the next key level. The next key level is 4325. And as you can see, we've moved beyond that. So basically, I think that we may have clear sailing all, all the way up here to 4,600. And that, I mean, based based on this. So if we get resistance here, uh, you know, the next the next level of resistance is 4,325. And we're right beyond that. We're at 4,338. So that's really interesting. I mean, that means that we have moved beyond that second level of resistance, which uh, does have is is a is a big is a big factor. I mean, it's it's a really really big factor, and uh, so I think that you know even though you know the rest of the market is saying recession, and I definitely think we're going to have a recession, the stock market is looking like it's going to go higher. Here's what uh, here's kind of what uh, we're seeing in the market in terms of the three major indexes. Of course, those are the Nasdaqs, and we just we just looked at the S and P 500. The S and P 500 right now. 4298.86. Now, the reason I'm looking at the, the S&P and not the NASDAQ 
here is because the, the S&P 500 is a much more broadly based index. And so that is the reason why I'm looking at it. But it was up, uh, the S&P 500 was up today. But the real star of the, of the show, of course, was the NASDAQ. And uh, let's take a look at the NASDAQ as well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go here uh, to the actual index here. Uh, for the for the Nasdaq, let's see if I can get that. Uh, there we go. There's the Nasdaq Composite. Okay, this is the Nasdaq Composite. Similar kind of similar kind of chart pattern that we had with the uh, S and P 500, but this key level on the Nasdaq was right here, and we've exceeded that one too. So I def I definitely think that we're we're smooth sailing on up to about here. So this is a very significant amount. We've pulled back, we, we reversed higher, and now we've gone past the, the first and the second levels of resistance. We're coming up to this other level of resistance. So at least, at least as, as long as we can stay above this uh, 131.81, uh, as long as we can stay above 13.8, as long as we can stay above 13.181, I think that we're probably going to go higher. And that's really kind of amazing when you think about it, uh, considering all the economic news is so dire. So it's, it's, it's always interesting that the market always does something different than you think it's going to do. But I think it's going to go higher based on what I'm looking at. There's a breakout stock today that I'd like to just kind of touch on here real quickly. Um, you know, again, this one's starting to break out, too. It's in the enterprise software area. It's uh, the symbol on this one is INTA. So I'm going to put that in the live chart here. And take a quick look at it. INTA, it's Inta app. Uh, let's put it on this one. I don't own this one, but very interesting stock because it moved out of a uh, it, it moved out of consolidation here. The buy point on this was 4701, and we just moved right past the pivot, and it's up and after hours. So my guess is this one's gonna go higher. Why? Well, the, the earnings were excellent on this one. Up 32% on the sales, but up 175% on the earnings. Now, this one has just become profitable. Uh, it is still in the in the first at the first of the year, it was negative. It's just gone to being profitable. And it's a very interesting company. It's based in Palo Alto, cloud-based uh, software for professional finance services industry. So this one tends to be very powerful as well. And uh, it does seem like it's getting some accumulation from some of the big, uh, some of the big companies. Uh, I'm going to just take a look, kind of see who's buying this one, but uh, we definitely have a rising number of funds that are in it. Uh, in December, there were 202. Then last quarter, 245. So definitely, this one is being uh, being acquired by large funds. I'm not currently in it, but the but the numbers are looking good, uh, coming above above that. So this is one that you might want to look at. It's in this consolidation, and again, it's moved above that, and that is indeed a good thing. Always in CanSlim Investing, what we're trying to do always is buy something as it moves to a new level, as it moves above the higher high, the higher high, in this case, 47.04. So enter app INTA. You might want to take a look and put it on your watch list. Uh, again, I haven't bought it, but uh, I am looking possibly to to if it uh, possibly to move into the stock um stock of the day from um from uh, um from uh the ibd is ba which is of course boeing now i don't own boeing but uh, this one helps the dow helped the dow 
today. Of course, this is one of the largest Dow stocks out there. Looking at the chart, it just came above that very critical uh, consolidation up. Uh, the buy point on this 221.83. That's the higher high, and it's now essentially viable. But I, I, it, I don't know. It doesn't look like it's getting quite enough strength for me. So I would be a little bit careful on this one. This looks like a failed breakout. I'm going to draw the reversal line here to kind of give you, uh, to, to, to kind of give you a, uh, a, a look-see on this one. So I'm going to put the reversal line in there and see if I can do it. Uh, and this, yep, this is the reversal line. It moved above the reversal line, and it's up to the buy point. And so right now, um, I would probably not buy this one, even though it is the stock of the day. So just uh, just kind of talking about that. All right, here's what I've got. Um, I've been trimming. I've been taking some profits. Uh, I sold my position uh, in um, TTD, the trade desk. And I'll show you that in just a second. TTD. I did sell this one, uh, so we did we did take some profits here. I needed to add to uh, Tesla because I did buy some. I did buy some more shares of Tesla uh, because I just I don't think this is that's it's ready. It's it's completed its run. TTD basically, and uh, let's see if I can put in the uh, my uh, my markups here. Hold on, uh, there we go. All right, so hopefully you can see these markups. Yeah, there we go. Basically, with TTD, I bought it here, right above the below the pivot. This is what I'm always talking about with the with with the pivot. You know, it came in kind of here. This is sort of the reversal line, moved above the pivot. That's where I first started acquiring it. Then at the buy point, I did also add, and then I sold it. Probably could have kept it longer, but uh, did not, uh, you know. Uh, but I, but I needed the extra, so I took the profits here. Uh, Ninety-five relative strength. I definitely think this one will pull back, and it'll probably be another good buy at the twenty-one day line. I'm kind of going to wait for this one to pull back. I think it's going to handle here. It's going to come down like that, and then we'll have another shot at it. But a good stock. Uh, nice little. Uh, I did sell it today, though. I wanted to to buy more Tesla. Here's what I've got currently in my portfolio. Uh, of course, I have Tesla. Uh, that was up today um, about uh, $2. Now, the interesting thing about this, the volume was up once again, so higher than average volume. I've also been putting uh, the pedal to the metal on IoT Samsara. The volume was up on that one uh, as well, and we also had an increase in the percentage, so that one's looking pretty good too. NVIDIA. Um, I, I have been kind of holding steady on NVIDIA. My only concern on NVIDIA, I do like the action on it, is the fact that the volume is down. So it did go up, but not on higher volume. That's what I'm looking at. So NVIDIA, I'm not sure what I'm going to do there. I may use, uh, it depends on, you know, I may take some profits on NVIDIA. Fluence Energy, I've definitely been buying this one. The volume was up 21%. And the price uh, change was 6%. So this is very good. This is a low-price stock. 27.45 is where it closed. Uh, I've been doing great with Palantir. Let's take a look at Palantir PLTR before we get to the questions. And obviously uh, get, to, um, uh, get to Tesla because I think that's the main one 
that we really need to talk about. I also think that Adobe is starting to set up really, really well as well. This is, uh, okay, so let's let's look at Palantir, PLTR. I'm looking for a double on the on Palantir. Uh, let me show you if I can, if I can get over to there. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so here's Palantir. Here's my markup on Palantir. You can see I would bought it, again, very low in the base. That's what this is calling buying it low in the base. We have this, you know, this is the buy point, 10, 31. It's the higher high. And then we draw a line to the to the intermediate high, 904. And that gives us sort of where it moves from a downward trend to an upward trend. You want to buy as it's moving, as it's confirmed above that that line. That's called the low cheat. That's what Mark Mitterveni uh, calls the low cheat. That's where you want to start acquiring it. But you want to make sure that you're getting... You're getting it with a lot of volume, and that's the key. The volume, when you look to buy at this level, you want to make sure that you're confirmed with a lot of volume. Comes up, this is where my this is where my buys have been. I'm still holding it because I definitely think that, uh, you know, it's probably going to pull back. We're probably going to come close to the 10-day line, but as long as it's respecting that 10-day line, I'll be in it. I'm going to set my stop loss here for $15 tonight. Uh, just because I think that that's where the 10-day line is. So just a little bit below that $15 or about um, $14.85 is where I'm going to set uh, is, is where I'm going to set my stop loss uh, tonight for Palantir because I definitely think it's going to it's going to continue up this 10-day line at least for right now. Got it. This one has a 98 relative strength, so pretty powerful there, uh, and it looking pretty pretty good on that as well. All right, last one, and that is Tesla. And then we'll get to the. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's get. Let's take a look at AMD. Uh, I'm also in AMD as well. There we go. Um, uh, AMD is a little bit tough to trade. I've, I've traded this a lot. It tends to be very, very volatile. It's in a range right now from about here up to about 130. So I think if it moves past 130, I'm probably going to hold it, but I'm, I'm also going to move my stop loss up probably here. Uh, I have been acquir acquiring it. It's a little bit extended, 97 relative strength. So this one's also very strong. It's stair-stepping up, as you can see. There we go. It's sort of sort of stair-stepping up. Let me, let me take the comments off so that you can see it. There we go. See how it's stair stepping up, and then and then we're moving above there. I I'm going to probably set my stop loss at right about 120, 121 or 122, is where I'm going to be setting my stop here uh, on uh, on advanced microprices. All right. Well, thank you very much for bearing with me on that. Let's get to some of the great questions. Thank you so much for waiting. And here we go. Let's kick the top. All right, for Thank you. Let's look at SoFi and Exxon. Interesting two choices. Let's SoFi. Um, let's take a look at SoFi. S-O-F-I. Let's see if we've gotten any love here. I recommend um, instead of SoFi, I-N-T-A. And I want to show you that one just in a second. But this is looking very good. It's it's had a nice bounce today. Um, and uh, it's still in the buy zone. So it came up here. It moved past that $8.24. And it's got a relative strength of 97. So that's very, very strong. I don't particularly like the area of consumer loans, but let's look at the weekly chart on it. It is definitely made a move into the higher high. That's what the 
that's what the buy point is and definitely right about eight so i haven't been following this one but it's looking good and uh, it is a little extended i think let's take a look to see if we could if we could size a position here yeah it's a little bit extended um probably i probably wouldn't enter it here it's the 21 day line is uh, 35 percent above six dollars 77 which is the 21 day line so right now this has probably got to catch up uh, to where it's going there might be a there there has been a lot of a lot of buying of it though so um, I mean who am I to say that um, but uh, I'd be a little bit careful I think we're a little bit extended here so I'd be a little bit careful buying this one at this level the ideal place to have bought it would have been right about here right about here at about six and the reason why of course when you're buying it you want to start again you want to start your your buy uh, basically by drawing the reversal line, looking at moving down into the cup, coming up, and then crossing above this reversal line. The reversal line, of course, is the higher highs. And then as it moves above the reversal line and there's heavy volume, that's the where to start. That's a good place to start your buy. The sec That would be about a 50% buy there, a 50% buy at the, at the buy point, which is... Uh, which is here. So you have 75% of your position. And then if it moves above to about 5% above the buy point, that's in the buy zone. That's where you want to get your last 25%. So that would be the ideal way to, to buy this. But right now it's extended. I wouldn't be buying it just because, well, it's uh, it's extended. And it's, it, the thing about buying extended is when a stock is extended, it will tend to pull back very, very quickly. All right, let's look at Exxon real quick. Exxon is dropped below the uh, the 200-day moving average, um, which is which is uh, which is not a good place to buy it necessarily. Um, interestingly enough, uh, the the 50-day line is still above the 200-day line. Now, I did own this one prior. I did sell it though. Let's see if I let's see if my notations are in here if i have them yeah there we go this is where i this is where i sold after it pulled back here this is this is where i sold and i haven't owned it since i basically was in it at about 115 and then i and then it came up here and i sold it i haven't bought it since um probably not probably not the right time for oil stocks right now even though it's up in the after hours so i would probably avoid this until we got a uh, movement above the reversal line. Let me draw the reversal line in there. And that's going to be right about here. So we've got a ways to go. So wait for this one until we get above about 117. If we could see 117 again, then I'm probably a buyer. But right now, I think you just got to keep your powder dry and, you know, not do anything with it, unfortunately. All right. Let's take a question from from uh, Palantir, uh, from the, from, um, um, from TikTok, PLTR, and I do own this one. I own a fairly large position in this one. Um, the problem with it buying this right now uh, is that Palantir is, um, you know, Pal Palantir is is extended. Unfortunately, the correct buy point was about ten thirty one. See if I can put it in my my buys there. That would be where you would want to start buying. 
Yeah, you can see that's kind of where I, I didn't quite get it at 1030. I got it a little bit below 1031. My first buy in the half position was at 953. That was on the 17th. And then I rebought it uh, as it moved above the, the buy as it moved above the buy point. I bought it there. And then as it showed more strength, then I made a lot of ads up here. And uh, I, I'm, I have a fairly large position in this now. Uh, I do expect it to pull back, so I'm going to put a I'm going to put a stop loss in for half of my shares. But this is not viable, unfortunately. It's it's extended right now, and that's the problem. Sometimes when they extend, you know, it's just yeah, it's just that's the that's the problem. Um, you know, that's the problem. All right. Oh, question. This is a question from Dave one 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 seven. What charting software do you use? I actually use this thing called MarketSmith. Let me show you this. Uh, this is MarketSmith here. I don't know if you can see it. Yep, there it is, MarketSmith. Uh, and the great thing about MarketSmith is that it's very comprehensive. Now, it's kind of expensive. I may be moving to a different software here, and it's really not because MarketSmith, I don't like MarketSmith. I love MarketSmith, but sometimes it just doesn't have that. Yeah, sometimes it's just, it's just the overall cost of it. It's quite expensive. Um, but it's professional grade. It's a, it's professional grade software. So, uh, very good question. Thank you so much on that. All right, hanging man in the in McDonald's MCD. Let's look at MCD. MCD. I haven't looked at McDonald's in a while. Um, and let's go to McDonald's Mickey D's. Um, wow. Well, we're in we're in a buy zone here. This is interesting for McDonald's. We're in a buy zone, but we're in a downward trend. Don't like to buy in a downward trend. We are in a buy zone. The buy zone comes in here. Let's let's uh, let me take those boxes off so that we can we can take a look really quick. Oops. Let's go to the. Oh no, that's not it. Hold on. Just putting taking taking the taking those boxes off. There we go. This is showing the. Um, th this is showing the. Uh, daily chart here. The buy point on this one was 281. It was right here. So this was the buy point, 281. And uh, then we moved above it. Our high was 289, 290, 298. We basically got some resistance right here at 300. And this is common. You'll get resistance at even numbers. It comes up and then it pulls back and then uh, now it's making a move higher. So it's basically in a consolidation. And the what I mean by consolidation is that it's basically happening from about here. Oops, come on, let's go. Let's see if I can get that temporary line in there. Yeah, see if it'll let me do it. Well, anyways, it's it's from about here to, to down there. So would I buy this one? Well, I, I think that the time to buy it obviously would have been about two days ago, but it definitely looks like it's reversing. So I, I probably would uh, possibly consider it. I mean, it's, it is looking better than it's looked in a long time. Um, if we look at the weekly chart, it's just kind of steadily moving higher. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I def you definitely could start a position here. We're definitely in the buy zone. And uh, so you definitely could start a position here uh, in McDonald's. So that's looking fairly good, actually. Amazing. Let's look at Pulse Wave. Looking at the monthly, weekly, it looks like QE. Uh, it looks like QE. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, you're, 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 you're right on on this Pulse Wave. Um, here's the thing. It's really interesting. We're starting to see a move. 
um, you know, we're starting we're starting to say a move like we like we did, and I think you're I think you're right on on this. Let's take let's take a look at the uh, I want to look at the Nasdaq uh, again. Uh, let's look at the Nasdaq composite. There we go. So this is the Nasdaq composite. I'm going to go back to the weekly chart here. There we go. Um, and, you know, you we're starting to see a turn. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, it, it's definitely the case. This is the reversal line. If we draw it, that's the reversal line. So we, we basically, you know, we're starting to see this turn. We came up to this level, and now we're, we're headed higher. The, the key level that we moved past on the NASDAQ, 131.81, so 13.181 here, and we're past that. That's what's so interesting. We're about 300 past that. So I see fairly smooth sailing all the way up to here. And how do I see that? Well, the reason I see that is because this was the intermediate high. And that's sort of how it trades. It trades in ranges until it gets to it, to either a, a high or a low. And then it moves beyond that. And we've just moved beyond the low, which was the low of the range, which would have been this. And this is the high of the range. And we're in a we're in an upward trend. So definitely we're in an upward trend on the NASDAQ. It's very interesting that we are. Um, you know, I wouldn't have thought it. I mean, I'm not, you know, if I was looking at the news, I would have said, you know, hey, um, you know, it's going to be bad times of bad, uh, government, but it doesn't seem to be that way. It doesn't seem to be that way. Um, all right. We did cover, we did cover Boeing before, but let's take a look at Boeing again, because I think that's worth, worth looking at. This is the IVD stock of the day, and it's a powerful stock. I mean, uh, I don't have, I don't own it right now. It seems like 230 is a very key level for for Boeing. Um, let's take a look here. We have 221, which is the buy point here, and we're above that, just barely. 221.35, 221.33 is the buy point. Now the question is, can it move above that? So. Here's what I would do with this one. If I wasn't in the stock already, what I would do is I would wait until it moved above 221. I would buy it maybe at 223. So I would set a limit order to buy it at about 223. That would be kind of my 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 thing. So, um, you know, for BA, uh, set a limit order to buy. Uh, above um, uh, to buy above two twenty three per share, and that's kind of how that's kind of how I would that's kind of how I would look at doing it. Why? Because, well, the buy point two twenty one, if it can if it can move above two twenty three and hold it, that means there's power. And definitely, if we look at the relative strength, we definitely see strength there. So it is increasing in strength. Earnings are fairly far in the future, 44 days. You could definitely start buying a position here. Here's what I would do. I wouldn't buy it at the market right now. I know that it sounds, you'd say, Jim, why do you want to buy lower <laughs> than, why do you want to buy lower? Because I want the stock to show strength to know that it can move above that buy point. And I think it can if it can hold 223. So great question. Thank you so much for that. And uh, next question. Let's go here. Ah, here we go. Uh, Sandeep, thank you. Panned 
Pan W has moved above the pivot today. Okay, well that that's a that's a clear buy signal. P A N W. It's so much it's so much better when you have when you when you have things that uh, that are viable. It's just amazing. Uh, it definitely did move above the pivot. The pivot's right there, uh, and uh, it definitely moved above that. It's above the buy zone just slightly, so it's a little bit extended. Uh, here it's a little bit extended, but it's still viable. It's up in the after hours. It definitely, you know, again, I think this one is also viable. Yeah, definitely viable here. This is the higher high right here. That's where the that's where the pivot is. It moved past that pivot into the buy zone, and it's moving higher. So this is also viable. I wouldn't I wouldn't go with a full position initially here. I'd be a little bit careful. Let's go to the daily chart. I want to see how far above that 21-day line. It's a little bit extended. The 21-day long, long. So it's a little bit extended above that 21. It's a little bit extended above that 21-day line. So it's a little bit riskier buying it here, but uh, it's still definitely, it's still definitely viable. Uh, so that's another one. That's good. Boy, I tell you, you know, when, when things break out, they, they all seem to break out at the same time. So that's always the problem. <laughs> you never can get you never can get everything right. For Joker, let's look at Apple and let's take a look at the Apple chart. AAPL. Let's see how that's doing. Okay, yeah, it's good. 89 relative strength. There's nothing wrong with Apple. This is the largest, uh, by the way, this is the largest holding of Berkshire Hathaway. I haven't been trading it. Uh, that much. It went to the Golden Cross right back here in March, about the second week of March is when it when it started this upward trend. This is what this do notes. As you can see by taking a look at a chart, when the 50-day line, that's this red line, moves above the black line, that's the 200-day line. That's what they call the Golden Cross, and that mean, that shows strength. And it's definitely been increasing in, in, in power, 89 so considering how large a stock this is in terms of size, it's doing very well. Would I buy it here? Well, I'd be a little bit careful because I do think, well, no, it's pretty close to the 21-day line. It's three, it's 4% above the 21-day line, so not a bad place to buy it. What I would probably try to do, though, is I'd probably try to buy it closer to the 10-day line. So here's what I would do if I wanted to get into Apple at this point. I would set a, a limit order for about 179. So what I would do, you know, if you want to get into Apple uh, is, you know, so for, for Apple, AAPL, set a limit order at about um, the 10-day line, which I would say is about 179. Um, so that's, that's kind of where I would do it. I think it's going to pull back to the 10-day line and then you, you might get a chance to get in. It's going to it's going to be bouncing up at that 10-day line. So it's going to come up above that 10-day line. That's going to pull back, going to get support, and it's going to move higher. So if you if you're not already in Apple, uh, this is I would this is how I would buy it. Set that limit order for about 179. Now it's probably not going to happen tomorrow because it's going to go up. But it's going to, but eventually what's going to happen is it's going to pull down and it's going to stop right about 180 or 179 at the 10-day line, and that's the place to buy it. So that's going to give you the best buy on that. All right.
So that's on Nucor. This is interesting. This is a steel company, uh, and this is NUE. This is for, for TikTok, NUE. Let's take a look at Nucor. Um, here's a problem with Nucor. I can see it right away. Um, we are in a downward trend on Nucor. All right, so we don't want to buy a downward trend. You always want to try to buy an upward trend. If we draw a reversal line, what am I doing here? Why am I doing this? Well, oh, let's see if I can get that alert there. This is a reversal line. See if I can. Yeah, there we go. So, um, what's happening here is this is a reversal line. So I would not consider buying this until it moved above this level here, about 158. So I would not buy this right now, even though uh, even, even though it's, it's showing some relative strength. It's coming off of that 200-day line. I don't like to buy it there. Now, of course, saying that, I've probably missed a lot of deals because, you know, but, but trying to buy off the bottom is very, very difficult. So what I would do is I would wait until we got a uh, until it moved up to about 150, 158 or so, that's where I would buy it. But I probably would not be a buyer of Nucor. I just don't think buying off the bottom is a good strategy because sometimes they can continue to go down. So, um, all right, uh, let's see. Uh, let's go. Uh, Bud, okay. Let me see. I think that Ambev is the company that Let's take a look at Ambev. Let's, let's see how much damage that has been done to them. I, I can't remember uh, what the symbol is for Ambev. So let me take a look. But I think that's a really interesting question. Oh, Ambev, A-M-B-E-V. Okay, well, there you go. I didn't know that. I haven't been trading it, so uh, not as familiar with that. Ambev, A-M-B-E-V. See if that comes up. Ambev. Okay, Ambev. Well, interesting, interesting enough. This is the parent company of Bud Light. And you can see that we were doing uh it is this right? Brazil based. No, this is wrong. Ambev ADR. Okay, okay, no, this is different. I'm sorry. Wrong answer there. Let's see. Uh let me just see who. That's what I thought it was. Okay, let's see. Um Stock symbol. For um, uh, Imbet, um, Bud Light. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. That's how I'm gonna. That's how I'm gonna look at it. All right. Well, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, okay. So. The, Just take me a second here to get this. Yeah, okay. Um, Ambev, Anheuser-Busch Ambev. Okay, that's it. All right. The Oh, the symbol. Oh, that's interesting. Symbol is Bud. Interesting. Yeah, well, there you are. You were absolutely right. I was wrong. Let's look at that Bud. Let's look at the Bud. All right, let's see. Oh, this is this is painful. <laughs> this just shows you what a, what a boycott can do. Amazing, amazing. Look at this thing. It is taking a swan dive. It's going down. Uh, and it's now below the 200-day moving average with the 
point with the ten with the uh, uh, fifty day moving south, boy, and the and and the relative strength is down. Is this shortable? You know, I don't. I wouldn't short this one because because they're still the biggest seller of beer. But this is a terrible chart, man. It just shows you what a boycott will do, doesn't it? It went all the way from sixty five down to fifty five. This is in an area. I mean, breweries are one of the most profitable businesses just about you can you can have if you can control the market uh yeah this is looking very very bad so i would not be a buyer of budweiser right now i don't i don't i drink uh there's a beer here in texas that i really like called shiner beer but it's a really small company okay starbucks is moving after hours thoughts hmm, interesting um you know, there's no more woke company out there than Starbucks. I'm surprised it's doing. No, it doesn't look that good. Uh, hey, Charles, thanks for the thanks for this heads up here. I'm looking at the at the weekly. Let's take a look at the daily. That doesn't look good to me. Uh, this chart does not look good to me. It's below the 200-day line. Uh, it it came up to this pivot 110. And then it moved through the pivot, and then it just stalled at 115, and then it's just been down ever since. No, this is not a good chart. Um, I don't know why it's moving after hours. It doesn't seem to be. Uh, 98, it was up today half a percent, and then it's flat after hours. So I, I can't tell you why, but I would not be a buyer of Starbucks based on this chart. I just wouldn't. Does not look good. Does not look good there. Um, all right. Let's see. Let, um, hey, thanks, Charles. Uh, let's look at, uh, at, at. I probably have a different take with uh, Amazon AMZN. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I definitely like this chart a lot more than I like than I like those other than I liked Bud. This is a good chart, man. This is a good chart. First of all, let's take a look. We've got the golden cross on it. I love that. That's that's the that when you see this golden cross, you need to take a look at the chart because that is a very bullish sign. All right, we're running up the 10-day line. That's looking good. We're up in the after hours. This is a good stock to buy, man. Let's take a look and see if it's extended. Uh, no, not that bad. It's only it's only six percent above the 21-day line. So this is buyable. Oh, totally. This is totally viable here. Let's take a look. Yeah, this is absolutely viable. I'm just looking for resistance. I think there's going to be some resistance at about 140, but yeah, this is totally viable. This is a good one. This is a good buy here. I think this is ready. It's going to move. You are right about that. Here's the thing. I'm looking at this chart, basically the weekly chart. What I'm looking at is for intermediate highs, and there's one here at about at about 135 right here. And then there's another one at about 140. So I think it's going to move. I think it can move easily to 140, depending on the market. Relative strength's 90. That's good. So yeah, this is looking very good. Amazon is definitely a buy right now. Let's uh let's take a look. I, I did a little chart on um on uh, uh what else did the break this is the breakout stock that I think you ought to take a look at. Uh, in in tap, uh, it's forty eight. It's a little bit more, less expensive stock here. I N T A. Just thought I would throw that out there for everyone uh, that might be interested in that. All right, we're almost finished here. We did, bud. Uh, 
Time to get out of Goldman Sachs. Absolutely, absolutely correct. Um, Goldman Sachs is, uh, it, here's the problem that Goldman Sachs has. And, uh, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, rain on anybody's parade. Goldman Sachs is a bank now. It is not an investment bank. It is a bank. And guess what? They own a lot of commercial mortgages, a lot of buildings that are empty. So even though their trading is is absolutely, you know, it's a good thing. They're, they're trading. They're very, very good traders. They're not very good in the mortgage business. And I don't think, I don't think that uh, it's looking good for them. I'll be honest with you. We have a downward trend. We came up on this cup with handle and we had a failed breakout right here at about 400 and we're now at 339. Uh, if it doesn't hold the 50 day line, it's probably going to go down to about 300. Okay. So that's my, that's, that's my warning on, on Goldman is that, you know, we came up here. This possibly is a short. I mean, I know, I mean, who, who shorts Goldman Sachs? I mean, but the what I'm looking at here is this is looking kind of like a short. Now I don't like to short in a in, in a in a bull market, and we're sort of in a bending of a bull market. So I don't like to short in a bull market. I'll be honest with you. So I'm not short this. But if this mark if this if the market was weaker uh, than it is right now, I would be shorting it here. Why? Because it's coming right up to that twenty one that the the two hundred day line. It's going to get resistance there. And I suspect it's going going lower. <laughs> this had the death cross. And this is interesting. This is always what you want to look for. The 50-day moves below that 200-day. That's the death cross. That shows weakness. And look, right when we had the death cross, it rallied, but then it couldn't hold. So it comes back down. It comes up for the second time. Now, you typically want to short on the third time up to the 200-day line. That's really the best place to short. Come up, get that 200-day, come up 200-day. And if it does that once again, that would be a short. That would be a short. But I don't like to short, again, I don't like to short in an upward trend like this. All right. So there we go. Uh, let's look at NVIDIA. I, I'm actually in NVIDIA. Um, I may be taking profits on it. I just didn't get enough of it. My problem was I just was not able to get enough NVIDIA. Um, I, you know, I was too late to the, I was too late to the, to the, to the, to the party. Uh, I, you know, I, I bought on the, you know, that's the correct, this is the correct entry for NVIDIA. And of course I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. I got, I got to the party late. So I bought, I just bought a small position at 380. It's at 395. I'm probably going to take profits when it pulls back. Um, so I, you know, I didn't eat my own dog food here. This was the correct entry on 524. This was the correct entry on Nvidia, and I just didn't, I just didn't pull the trigger. I was scaredy cat, so I didn't, I didn't pull the trigger. That was the correct, that was the correct entry on on it. And now it's pulled back to the 10-day line. It's gonna, it's gonna rally from here probably. Here's the problem with Nvidia: if it can't move decisively above 400, it's gonna, it's gonna go sideways. That's my guess. Um, so if it moves, if it moves decisively above 400, I'm probably a buyer. But if it doesn't, I may just take some profits. I have a small position. I wish I had a bigger position, but hey, that's life. Uh, I put my, I put my, my eggs into the, into, into a Tesla basket. So there you go. Okay. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Thanks for taking a look at the show. So appreciate it. 
by the way, if you could, it would really help always to if it really helps us a lot if you could smash the like button. So smash that 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 that, that really helps us a lot. You know, whack that that that. Also, if you could subscribe to us on YouTube, that would really be great too. Because you know, I'm trying to get more subscribers here. Hopefully, I'm going to be doing something with TikTok. I'm finally going to get hopefully the direct. Uh, a stream key so that I can stream directly. I can't stream directly to, to TikTok right now. Really want to be able to do that. I've got a lot of followers and I would really like to get into the charts. And once I get that stream key, it'll make it a lot easier. But for right now, if you could jump on over to YouTube and uh, and and uh, hit, the, hit that like button, that would really, really help us. Hit the like button. Also, if you go over to, the, to YouTube, just subscribe. You don't have to watch it on YouTube, but just subscribe my channel on YouTube, that would be great. Also, if uh, you want to get on the action trailers list, go to my special website. Go there, www.dallastrading4. So I will be back here on on a Tuesday. And uh, until then, everybody, happy trading.